Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is your moment in the Word with Evangelist Harrison Staple Reed. My thought is entitled, Lord, Take Me to the Brook. At the time of this episode, Ahab was king over Israel. He was by far the most powerful man in the land because of his position. In addition, he was married to a domineering woman named Jezebel, who was in fact the power behind the throne. Jezebel at that time was determined to rid Israel of all the prophets of God. Ahab's idolatrous ways and his cruel and unfair acts against the people of Israel went unchecked. Why did this happen? No one had the courage to challenge him. It is with this backdrop that Elijah steps on the scene. He had heard from God. With great confidence, he goes before Ahab and makes his pronouncement. In 1 Kings 17 verse 1, we read, and I quote, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. End of quote. After this bold declaration, God instructed him to go to the brook Cherith. Since Ahab was so wicked, we would think that the most logical plan would be to keep Elijah in the king's face, to use the prophet to taunt him persistently, to prick the godless man into submission, forcing him to surrender to the will of God. But do you know that God's ways are not always neither his thoughts, our thoughts. Since there was no one around to challenge Ahab, it made good sense to leave Elijah to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Ahab, but this was not God's plan. God had things he needed to accomplish deep within the prophet's inner life. These things would prepare him for encounters that might destroy a less obedient, less committed, less prepared servant. God sent Elijah to Cherith, a place of isolation where hidden from everyone, he could protect him from Ahab's attack and to train him to be a man of God. We may think we are the best at what we do. Maybe we love the limelight, but if we are to be used by God, he will send us into isolation so he can trim the things that stroke our ego. At the brook, in isolation, God has to remove some tough membranes from our flesh because we have the inclination to think too much about ourselves. Four things must go. Number one, pride. While we are in the limelight, many of us become proud and conceited and feel we are above others. God therefore moves us from the limelight and in isolation while we fight against it we may get confused but pride must go. Number two, fear. Many persons are fearful of losing their position, prestige, popularity and privileges. This fear 
can reveal our carnal nature. God, therefore, uses isolation to show us that having a relationship with him and spending time alone in his presence is more important than any position we can hold in this life. Number three, resentment. In isolation, we are forced to relinquish some of the rights we think we are entitled to. We think we have rights to a certain form of treatment and certain comforts because of our position. However, in isolation, God can teach us how to humble ourselves and not be resentful. Resentment can lead to unforgiveness. Therefore, resentment must go. Habits, number four. During our years of busy service, we can acquire certain habits that feed our ego. High expectations, success-oriented motives, attitudes that make us arrogant, selfish, sarcastic, and high-minded. God brings us to the brook to strip all this away until we have to say, not my will, but yours be done, O Lord. My friends, we must be willing to be set aside if we are to be used mightily by God. We must learn to the value of a hidden life. At this time, we listen for God's voice in the stillness. We must learn to trust God one day at a time, as even in isolation, he will take care of our needs. When we come to God, he accepts us as we are. However, he does not expect us to remain the way we came. As we yield ourselves to him and allow the Holy Spirit to work in us, we will eventually see changes in how we live. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we praise your name today. We acknowledge you as this sovereign God, the only one who can shape us into what you want us to be. Remove from us every ounce of carnality so that we can be the vessels you desire fit for the master's use. We yield to you our minds, our souls, and our bodies. Continue to lead and guide us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful day.